0: secret compartment we have a table because <laughs> that's that's why ikea has it it's not for cables it, it is for alcohol that's like the long it's, and short of it it's a
1: nice cup holder in the desk
0: it is a nice cup holder it's a nice desk but the problem is you know it's it's dual purpose it's cable and beer
1: do we have a problem that we're buying furniture with alcohol dispensers
0: yeah well, obviously. that's obviously the problem <laughs> It's another Monday afternoon, and that means you once again are listening to the No Small Talk Podcast. I'm Matt Ryan, sitting across the table from the lovely, talented, and bespeckled Stephanie Sotilli.
1: Sitting across from me. Yes. Is me! Yeah. There's a mirror in front of me.
0: Are you saying I'm there a is, There
1: is no match. Uh, it's no. my alter ego.
0: Exactly. If you've met any of us throughout the time of our lives, it's actually just been a manifestation it's of It's like Steph- a fight
1: club situation. Yes,
0: I am her Tyler Durden. So everything bad Stephanie's ever done. I
1: would be Tyler Durden. But Fuck if you. I'm the
0: figment of your imagination, stupid. Whatever. Then I would be Tyler Durden. <laughs> That's how that works. That's how that, that framework goes. It's not like... You can't invert the timeline. This is not fan fiction. We stick to canon on this show. Last He's coming,
1: he came out with a sequel.
0: Yeah, I saw that. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. <laughs> what uh, What do you think of it? You're a big fan of Chuck Palahniuk.
1: Yeah, I didn't read this. I didn't read the Fight Club book. That's one of the few of his that I didn't read. Really? Which apparently had a friend in high school who did read it, and she said that the ending was different than the movie. I'm pretty sure that's what she said. How is it different? Uh, uh. I don't want to spoil it, but it, essentially, what she told me is that it, it isn't like, it doesn't remain on this earth. That's all I'll say. Okay. It's not like space exploration, but I'll just say that. It, so they ripped off space. It, it doesn't blocks. remain on this earth. I said it's not space exploration. I just said it doesn't remain on this earth.
0: All right, so... So we're... I
1: don't know. I have to read it first. Something I think about I
0: Hinduism. It's a, it's a long allegory for Hinduism. That's what you're telling me. That's what yeah. you're telling our listeners. All of you that are subscribing to us on iTunes. <laughs> yes,
1: Chuck Palahniuk, a huge hin- Hinduist. Yeah,
0: why wouldn't he be? <laughs> There's famous Hindus out there, you know. I, 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 I like
1: his but... stuff. He has a very strong tone, but... Every single book is so different, and all of the main characters are so, so different. Mm-hmm. And there's such specifics. Like, you know, he he had one where, you know, one story was about a guy who escaped from a cult. So he just, like, made up a cult, and there were so many specifics about this cult and what they do. Um, and he was on a plane. He had so many specifics about a plane and its engineering. Mm. There was another one, like, or choke. So many, spe- like, medical specifics because you know the character's mom was in a hospital or um, the one i'm reading now which is diary which is like a wife's diary she's writing it to her husband mm-hmm. about what's happening i'm in the middle of it but essentially now he tried to kill himself so he's in a coma oh, and they worked on like this really rich island Uh And he was an architect, Uh or, yeah, he was an architect, and he left, like, cryptic weird messages, and, like, in, either in blood or in red paint on everyone's walls, and it's, like, all these rich people, like, all their, their houses that he built for them. (laughs) He's certainly an interesting
0: fellow. I'll give him that. But there's
1: so many specifics about, like, even just that part, about architecture and, like, different... Uh, different things you can build in a house.
0: Well, if you're going to be the best at something, you're going to research the fuck out of it that's, and make yeah. sure that it it, it works. Like, it's, That's the strong suit of anyone who's talented in their field. It's, you it's really it
1: impressive. Or Snuff, the one about the porn star, mm-hmm. where the, the whole premise is that it's a porn star that wants to break a record, so she wants to have sex with 500 guys in a row. That's a goal. So... The story jumps around from point of view I uh, think of like four or five different guys and you don't know their names they're just labeled as guy number whatever and it jumps around from each different guy telling their version of the story yeah. cuz essentially they're all in like what's a you know a sound stage like just waiting for their turn to go fuck this lady. Is it like a deli <laughs>
0: counter where you take a number when you come yes. in?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. God bless that. They're
1: like you're guy number 26 and yeah. you're just waiting for your turn.
0: Now, serving number 26, roast beef with mayonnaise. <laughs> Ew. It's a very, very gross. subtle vagina joke. That was not subtle. To some people, it was. That was really gross. Some people may not know what that metaphor is. <laughs> so we explained it to them. Every single week on the show, me and Stephanie get together in front of my microphone and laptop to discuss and bore the shit out of everybody. I, you know what? I don't (laughs) think we are. People keep coming back for some reason. People enjoy listening to us for an hour as we have alcohol and conversation. It's essentially the barefoot Contessa with dick jokes. (laughs) It feels like that. I'm just waiting for that.
1: It's a good time. Can we
0: talk about how Please, ridiculous that make, show is? Sure
1: this is? Good quality microphone.
0: <laughs> Don't tell Jeffrey. That show vexes me because it's been on the air forever. Yeah. And when we were in Philadelphia, they had a CBS Sunday morning piece about the Barefoot Contessa. We yeah. were sitting down to breakfast at the Holiday Inn. Yes. And we're having these cheap bagels and coffee and cereal. It was
1: very good. Food. It, it, I a, was fine for with a that.
0: continental breakfast. It was yeah. very good, or intercontinental because it was happy. Royal Rumble I weekend. I was
1: happy with it. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm happy with food.
2: If you give me
0: food, I am happy. It shows in my physique and my demeanor. Yeah. But <laughs> as I enjoy the beer of the week, which is Sam Adams Cherry Wheat, uh, that's going to be a consistent theme on this show. Because eh, fuck it. Uh, but. Inconsistency with that, the fact that that show's still on the air, <laughs> and it's just like it's the most generic of all the cooking shows.
1: I assume it is because it's playing, but I don't know if that's in th- Those are syndication episodes.
0: I think those are new episodes every Sunday. Like
1: I don't. It's not every Sunday.
0: Well, whenever it airs, it's like every. It's on
1: is. every day. Yes, I don't know when the new. episodes I think are. the
0: new episodes come on like Sunday morning because I've I watched enough Food Network to know like they're. Their prime time for their yeah, big programming is like weird. Sunday. It's like
1: at noon. Yeah. I do remember for like one of Giada's shows, like new episodes to, in Monday at noon.
0: Because that's when their demographics hold. Yeah. It's people who are essentially stay-at-home moms, um, drunken divorcees. <laughs>
1: Retired people.
0: Yes. And very rich gay men. Like yes. that That's the demo. And somehow we fall into that as people in their mid-twenties who just like to eat.
1: Yeah, I was their demo when I was
0: 15. (laughs) It doesn't make sense because that's channel. And I was having a conversation with someone the other night. It's addicting. It's fucking addicting, that channel. We'll sit around when I come over And we'll watch the Food Network for like eight hours. (laughs) Like it's like eight episodes of Chopped or Cutthroat Kitchen in a row. And we just like, uh, let's keep watching it. Like we just fall into these habits of watching this nonsense.
1: See, I like the the talking head food shows they invented. Mm. I like Unique Sweets.
0: Oh, I wonder why you like Unique Sweets.
1: (laughs) Or Best Thing I Ever Ate. Yes,
0: because it's usually about some sort of cake. (laughs) For those who have not listened to enough episodes to understand, Stephanie is is a
1: fat pig. (laughs)
0: <laughs> i was going to phrase it as a dessert connoisseur, connoisseur. <laughs> and not so brusquely as you would put it but mm-hmm. stephanie is not fat it's okay she's not samoan it's she is a- not something of larger stature Plump
1: scotch girl yeah
0: the <laughs> package <laughs> the <a> total package <laughs> but it is a Dang. <laughs> like, we'll be going to bed at 1 in the morning, then Unique Sweets is on. I'm like, oh, ah, we up for another hour. What about this
1: ice cream place in Chicago? I have to know.
0: <laughs> and then you'll you'll push me and say, wake up.
1: Look. Wake up. Look at it.
0: And I'm like, I, I gotta get up. It's
1: peanut butter fudge in ice cream with waffle cones. Just all look right, at it. All right. I'm waking
0: up. I'm waking up. They're putting
1: basil in strawberry ice cream. All right. Let me get my glasses. Fuck. Pause the damn
0: thing. We have, have DVR
1: here, right? But that's helpful because now when they have their website set up, so that if you search city mm-hmm. and then by show, it will show you all the places they discuss for that city. That's how I Denmark found out in that there. what
0: they have Denmark in there.
1: Sure. That's how I found that ice cream place in Philadelphia. Ah, yes. It's because I went to the Food Network. I, you can search by city mm-hmm. and then by show, and that's what I found.
0: I think they did that one on Unwrapped. Or oh no, Man vs. Food did that. That's a different channel, but that's also another addicting fucking show. I think it's not on anymore. N- Repeats on? Yes. But it's it's a big sign of American culture when most of a person's conversations about how addicting a TV channel dedicated to eating is. Yeah. Like, that's, that's how... That's the
1: most American thing, yeah, is really.
0: That's how consumerist our culture is when most of our time can be dedicated to watching people eat food. <laughs> it's a little disgusting, yet a little beautiful at the same time. See,
1: but I also use it as a learning opportunity. Uh, because I like cooking and I like eating desserts, so I use it to, like... Pick up tips or something. Like, oh, I didn't know those two food combinations go well together. I'll do that, you know.
0: Apricots and spinach? Well, fuck it. Why not? It's how I learned things. Yeah, exactly. You know what? It's research. You can list that on your tab. It is,
1: though. Yeah. That's how I, <laughs> that's why when I watched it, I've been watching it since I was like eight. I remember yeah. when Mrs. Fields had a freaking cooking show. Mrs. Fields had a show? Yes.
0: Oh. That's interesting. The cookie
1: lady, I totally remember that. She was the only one I watched, and I still hated Emeril Lagasse, even when I was little.
0: Is it because of his eyebrows?
1: I just found him annoying, even when I was little. Because
0: he had like a jazz band, it was like the- Bam! It was the Jay Leno cooking show. Yeah. It was essentially every aspect of Jay Leno's show, just with cooking.
1: (laughs) And Bam! Just shut up, get away. Remember when he got a sitcom? No.
0: Emeril had a sitcom on NBC (laughs) for like half a season- it was around the same time as that terrible show, Good Morning Miami. And I, NBC at some point was just so blasé about it. They were just like a Coke dealer in the mid-80s. They were all freewheeling with whatever programming they wanted. Some half-brained fucking idea would come in. Hey, you know that guy in the Food Network that's pretty successful as a chef? Let's give him a sitcom, even though he has no acting experience. <laughs> You know what? Fuck it, let's do it! Come on, we've got enough TV and what money to the What was that fucking noise? I was, yeah, I was ta- calling them coquettes because. Oh, that was, okay, that's a part not, of the metaphor just, if you that were, were paying not attention. Play. That
1: just sounds like you're stuffed up.
0: I, if you were listening to the metaphor. I
1: know, but still.
0: <laughs> comedy, folks, comedy. <laughs> but to go back to the bit. That oh, you, this
1: was in September 2001.
0: Yes, it, that was at the, his peak of popularity. Oh, okay. That like that will ram- when someone gives you a fucking sitcom, you're pretty cop- popular. Ugh. <sighs> uh, it's bad. It, what would you rather watch? The Emerald Lagasse sitcom or... Uh, what's her name? That Chelsea Handler sitcom. Do you remember that Chelsea... Can I choose neither? No, you have to pick one.
1: I don't... This is like one of our questions. This is hard. You
0: got your head. You got to pick one. This
1: is hard. I would... St- uh, or well, Whitney
0: Cummings. I'm going to throw Whitney Cummings God, into the fuck mix. fuck
1: you. Jesus. Well, hold on. Is Emerald Show... Do we see any type of cooking...
0: He is a chef. Yes.
1: Okay, so I would say that only because maybe I will learn something. They
0: don't talk about I any of the speak. recipes on the show.
1: Then how is then how is they just show on him the cooking. Show.
0: They just show him cooking. Like there's little interstitials. Of that's him fine. Cooking. I
1: still get to see food. If I have to choose, I will. That's what I will get out of it. Is that I will at least see glances of food, as opposed to the other two. So weird, bet- as opposed to the other dumb bitches. So
0: in three TV shows. One featuring a chef with no acting experience and two very successful comedians. You pick the chef. Uh-huh. All right, fair enough. I'm I'm, I'm with I, you uh- <laughs> on this. I'm with you on this. I'm just explaining the reasoning. And if you disagree or you're Whitney Cummings or Chelsea Handler, <laughs> email us at nosmalltalkpod at gmail.com. And, I, and I submit podcast. a
1: challenge to Whitney Cummings. Try to write me an email without saying the word cunt because you're so envelope-pushing.
0: You dislike a lot of comedians.
1: I have reasons.
0: I know you have reasons. I don't just
1: dislike them for just random stupid reasons. I have logical analytical reasons why I don't like them.
0: No, I was going to say you're not arbitrary in how you decide these things, but you're a person who who has taken in a lot of stand-up comedy over the years.
1: Yeah. You are not (laughs) a
0: stand-up comedian. No. You are now a podcaster by trade. And yeah. yeah, you've done at least thirteen of these, so you know what—that's that's thirteen more hours that than helped. a lot of people. Yeah.
1: yeah. I also, I've done some before you. I, I, I meant there's a host. Fuck down. I guess. Don't don't start
0: throwing shade. We're <laughs> all friends here. I, I I like you. You're cool. I'd go out with you sometime socially.
1: <laughs> no, but it, it, it Well, I was watching standup since like seven. Mm-hmm. Like uh, that was the first time I saw Carl and I was seven years old. I don't know why my parents thought that was a good idea. When I was 10, I just started watching everything, like just intaking everything and anyone that was on Comedy Central because that's when they actually showed like comedy specials. Yeah. Um, and especially every Friday, they would show hours and hours of it, like starting at 8 p.m. to like 2 yeah. in the morning. They would just show all types of stand up specials, and some of them were really, really old. Like they would show Thompson Square from like the early night. Tompkins ni- Square. Tompkins?
0: Yeah, Tompkins Square. Like What'd
1: Tompkins I say? Square, but I say
0: Thompson Square. Oh, that's not what I meant. <laughs> no. Tom, yeah. I would watch Thompson Square. They
1: would show that, which is from so many years ago. It was so old. Was that hosted by Paul F. Tompkins? No. God damn it. That I was, wish it was hosted, um, oh my God, Jeffrey Ross.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. You're um,
1: right. but that you you would see that it's a very a very young, relatively young Lewis Black, uh, because I just he was just an old man like forever. Yeah. Like not even if he was like age wise if he was old just attitude wise he was always like old and crotchety um but i just would see everything since i was 10 years old anyone and everyone
0: yeah
1: um so i it's essentially just an oversaturation of you know content um so uh, when you start that when you're 10 (laughs) by the time you're 16 and it's it's like yeah i know i know all these
2: names (laughs)
0: And over the years, you've been fortuitous enough to be in a part of a lot of different comedy things. And you were there for the Andy Kaufman Awards in 2013 yeah. when that whole bunch of fucking shenanigans His daughter happened. showed up? Yeah. yeah. And Andy Kaufman will come up a lot on this show, mainly because me and Stephanie are big fans of Andy Kaufman me for different reasons than you but they all kind of fall right, in line yeah. the same way because i think andy Kaufman's is one of the greatest professional wrestling performers of all time Yeah,
1: i'm just friendly you know the andy kaufman awards in new york city i'm just close with a lot of people that are really involved with it yeah. so it's a yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah no <laughs> uh, it's
1: special it,
0: it is very last year was the first time i ever went and you could feel that. You were there with me, and that aura I felt when I saw that check. Oh, yeah, the from... checks of
1: him when he was in yeah. Memphis wrestling.
0: hmm Yeah. And that was...
1: <laughs> you were so excited. Um,
0: yeah, because for those who don't know, a huge reason, and I was in love with professional wrestling since I was two years old, but the big reason I fell completely in love with it and one of the major reasons why I do it now is because of Andy Kaufman and I'm from Memphis. And I've been fortuitous You're enough. You're not from
1: Memphis. No. The name of the thing yeah. is I'm from Memphis. I'm
0: from Hollywood. I'm from Hollywood. Okay. Sorry. Um, but I've been fortuitous enough to meet uh, Lynn Margulies, who directed that. Yeah. And also now Michael Kaufman. Yeah. Two of the last remaining links to Andy yeah. Kaufman. And thank you <laughs> for the second one. The first one was just me and Soberman went yeah, to a yeah. screening of I'm from Hollywood because of some, because uh, of an exhibit. uh Right around the time I met you, or in and around there, like two months before I met you, mm. uh, down in uh, the village in New York City. Um, but to to move on, speaking of things we're obsessed with, uh, this weekend has been a rare <laughs> to move
1: on from yes. a topic we didn't even really get into. No, uh, because <laughs> he likes rushing through things. No, do you
0: want to talk about
1: it more? No, you <laughs> really. Just stop that story. That's it. No, it's because I was just no, trying to... No more info about the Move on.
0: <laughs> no, because I was going to go into more info about the host. What these muffins? <laughs> <laughs> that is vaguely popular. Your Lana impression to break the fourth wall of the show, everybody is very popular with people who How listen. How is that a
1: fourth wall? <laughs> because we're acknowledging
0: the fact that we acknowledge the listener. Oh, okay. And it's not just some sort of condensed... Didn't we
1: break that wall when we were talking about the emails from real people?
0: Yeah, from last week, but I'm talking about this week. Oh, okay. This week's Breaking the Fourth Wall brother, segment of the show <laughs> is, is that. Because oh,
1: I just had the best idea. What if we just did her doing famous... um promos uh you want to play 21 like what when we just do? that right,
0: where's my wallet I'm gonna just, patent
1: pending no one's
0: just doing throwing all the money at you you know what when we come back it's our, we're gonna take a break in a few not minutes 25
1: chance of winning yes
0: well we're gonna we're gonna take a break in a few minutes we're not taking a break now but we're gonna take a break at some point we're gonna find a promo we're gonna do our first edition of lana does historic wrestling promos here on no small talk it's fucking wrestling podcasting. I'm out. Oh, my I, God. I feel like Michael Corleone in The Godfather 3. Terrible movie, but this is the most memorable thing. When I'm out, it pulls me right the fuck back in.
1: Yeah, I remember. That, right? uh, I, I'm vaguely familiar with that line.
0: I'm vaguely familiar with that movie. I think everybody's <laughs> vaguely familiar with The Third Godfather. We all acknowledge the fact that it exists, mm-hmm. but we all will acknowledge the fact that we're not going to watch it. Yeah. Because it's fucking
1: awful. I can't remember other promos now. I remember anyway the
0: Harley race promo from Starcade
1: like i'm losing. i can't remember any words now because you you watch
0: it but you don't take it in with the same intensity as you do other things yeah. like i don't care i'll go back to ring
1: of honor <laughs> <laughs> from cm redacted <laughs> <laughs> oh please hire me <laughs> uh, but stay something stupid paul it's <laughs> <laughs> getting up there has a famous problem.
0: <laughs> uh, so that'll be that. That's could, gonna that'll happen.
1: be a thing we record now. Yes,
0: gonna have to take take another one of these uh, lovely beverages, <laughs> but we'll get it done. Uh, but to move on from moving on,
1: <laughs> this is a move on. Go, let's go. <laughs> this is Thirty a... seconds. Read weather. Go.
0: It's a beautiful day here
1: in New York City.
0: Uh, it's going to be 65 tomorrow. at lower.
1: Who's at top of hour? Go. Let's go.
0: <laughs> Headline.
1: <laughs> Come.
0: Give us 22 minutes. We'll give you a dick joke on No Small Talk. <laughs> Oddly enough, we're at the 22-minute mark. That kind of worked out. Well, we're a little towards 22 minutes. Shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs> Don't you judge me. That looks like 17, everybody. In Russia... <laughs> five minutes faster.
0: Uh, Moving on from moving on from moving on. This week's a rare weekend off for myself, so I got to actually just hang out for a little bit, not run around with a suitcase and going hitting with people with books or reading commentary. So I actually got to hang out with Stephanie and do things. Uh, Friday night we actually got to walk around.
1: Yay. So excited.
0: (laughs) So we're going to huddle.
1: Yes. what the listener can actually accept the fact that you love me no oh okay N- yeah that was the joke i know i just wanted to bring you You huddle. know fake non-excitement that you got to spend time with me i really don't like the fact that this
0: huddle's turned around on itself and come back to me <laughs> i don't like it
1: i don't like it at can't all. ever pull me in a huddle i invented the huddle
0: newt rockney invented the <laughs> huddle don't give I me that invented shit
2: this huddle.
0: no but a uh, friday night we got to see your good friend eric nagel uh, mm-hmm. and his lovely radio program it's eric Nagel, which you can hear on the op radio channel i don't know why i'm giving him publicity it should be the other way i don't
1: around. i think he needs it yeah
0: i know yeah, he's very popular i think plenty successful.
1: of people know has known who he is over 10 years yeah
0: <laughs> i would hope so the man the man the man's one of the reasons why i am able to talk in front of a microphone every week not because he gave me the microphone but he gave me the necessary skills for those who don't know, I yes. was an intern for the Opie and Anthony show. But going back Send
1: to. Send your apologies to no small talk pod at gmail.com. Mm, yes, exactly. It's no small talk podcast at gmail. Is it?
0: I think. you know small talk pod on Twitter.
1: Oh, okay. That was it. Yeah. Send your apologies either way. Yeah, so the, the poor boy was not, you know, half the time it was okay, half yeah. the time it was not.
0: I got out better than a lot of other people.
1: That's true. That's very I, true. I
0: came out. I came out with what was left of the dignity that I had when I walked in.
1: But as someone who listened to the show for years and years, every yeah. time I hear or see of one of the interns, I do almost always. I'm like, you made it out of the. You have all your limbs. You yeah. made it out of the trenches. It, it.
0: It's. It's like going to. It's like basic in Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. You walk in there. There's always going to be that one private pile that snaps. I almost was that guy. Yeah. Um. But. The, the rage has dissipated. This is my internship. There are many mm-hmm. like it, but Yes, this
1: one is mine. <laughs> yeah.
0: My audition doc is named Charlene, sir! <laughs> Six years later, I could still... <laughs> Six years later, I could still memorize their fucking breakfast orders, cause that was that was one of the keys of uh, being. I'm not talking out of school. Everybody who's listened to the Opie and Anthony show has a, knows that we get interns get breakfast, yeah. and all that other stuff. But I can I I have a lot of it down to a certain science, and yeah. I think that's why I stuck around for as long as I did and get not get my head chopped off. <laughs> but. Aside from that, this weekend, aside from having that trip down memory memory lane, me and Steph had trips down memory lane of our own because we actually got to play video games with each other (laughs) and hang out and just, you know, relax right before we started hitting the record button. uh, I was playing WWF No Mercy for the Nintendo 64, and then Steph and I were playing one of her video games from the Sega Genesis. Zombies
1: Ate My Neighbors!
0: Exactly. That game is fun. But a pain in my I ass. I don't remember
1: it being, because it's, Zombies Ain't My Neighbors is, is apparently also this rare game now. Yeah. Like, I kept looking and the cheapest I ever found for that fucking game, and this is like if if it's cartridge only, no mm. box, no instruction manual, and if it's like really used and beat up, the cheapest I found was like 50 bucks. Yeah. And if you want like mint condition, almost brand new with a box and an instruction manual, it's like 220 bucks. I don't understand when this fucking thing got so rare. Um, but I have, like, I don't know what you would call the machine. It's just some kind of machine that plays, like, Sega, it's NES, and Super NES. Yeah. I forgot the it's, name it's, of it.
0: It's a Retreon or something yes, like that. Yeah, something like
1: that. Um, so I have a bunch of Sega games, and that was my favorite game when I was little. And I found it for 20 mm-hmm. with the box and manual. That guy way underpriced it because I found that and grabbed it
0: i pr- proud of
1: you. Uh, And it's hard as fuck. And I don't yes. remember it being so difficult. Rose? I got up to, I remember there being so many levels. I remember there being over 100 levels. Yeah. And I got to like 107 or something. And we're only on 17 now. And I can't fucking beat these stupid snake demon monsters in the sand. I don't understand it.
0: Rip off from Tremors.
1: It's not a rip-off. The whole game is a fucking homage to old horror movies, you All right. dummy. All right.
0: Well, that... That's level. why we
1: have zombies. That's why there's werewolves. That's why there's um Creature from the Black Lagoon, that green monster mm. sea creature thing. That's why there's snake monsters. They're not rip-offs. It's an homage. All right. No need to That's get hot. That's why the cover looks like an old, like, 50s, 40s style oh. horror movie. Okay.
0: Don't get hot. Don't get hot.
1: You mor-
0: <laughs> Don't get hot. No need to get hot. No need to get Choke hot.
1: Choke in the huddle. <laughs>
0: I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like the huddles. The huddles always make me seem stupid. I don't like the perception on this show that I'm a dummy. It's true, but I don't like it. But... That show, that game is such a pain in the ass. <laughs> I, I like playing it because I get to spend time with you and the look on your face when we play the games is fucking adorable. <laughs> and it, you know, it builds our relationship because we get to do team building things. And I'm well, fucking You you the uh, The only
1: reason why I love that game is because it's one of the few. Mm-hmm. You, it's a real, t- to me, it's a real two-player game where both characters you can control on the same screen. Yeah. So you're literally working together. It's not like a split-screen thing. Um... So that's the only reason. I really liked that when I was younger. I wanted, you know, if I ever had someone to play with, then I would have, then that would be like, oh, we can actually work together. Mm -hmm. Like work on killing a a monster or a boss, something. So that's why I like having it around. I know.
0: It's just just a pain in the ass. (laughs) Because you got to find the right placement. And my thumbs are not used to trying to be very personal. Like the the, the touchpad. For the genesis controller and comparison it's like you never
1: yeah. saw a d-pad in your
0: life i'm sorry i have not played the sega genesis consistently since 1996 <laughs> we have evolved since then with better yeah. controllers
1: and graphics and games yeah. so i i'm a little if bit if someone remade that game i'd be fucking angry <laughs> why would you be angry because some things don't need to be remade like it's 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 simple, but even though it's so simple, like it's difficult. Yeah. You need some skill and patience to beat that. I have neither. Yeah. Well, I don't know what you're doing playing video games.
0: Um, I was a child who grew up in the 90s with access to it, so I kind of fell into it. I
1: understand. Anyway. The,
0: um, no, but I was going to go into. I was going to say the reason why is because I love playing video games. I just don't. Sometimes I don't have the patience for it because I have a very short temper and I'm a perfectionist. So, if so I, you're
1: not someone that should be playing. Them.
0: <laughs> no, but I enjoy them. I enjoy the graphics. I enjoy the story. I just sometimes certain games get me pissed off because I, much like rage quit, you don't understand why you're not doing it the right. You're doing it the right way, but somehow you keep failing and fucking up, to the point
1: where it's just infuriating. <laughs> That's my inner monologue every
2: time. Yes.
1: That and Bill Burr is my inner monologue. Like, what the fuck? Why? It's insufferable. (laughs) It's fucking insufferable. (laughs) You're playing Super Mario Brothers. You're on
0: that fucking Penguin level. You know you can beat it. It's easy. It's easy. The it's penguin.
1: on. Oh, the ping. Yeah, that was like, you had to carry the penguin all through the the Yeah, down and the fucking cocksucker would keep getting sliding off, and then you have to go chase it like a god, it'd be like yeah. a Marx Brothers bit. There was a part in that level where you had to make a snowman. Yes! I never fucking got that, because you had to roll the head down the thing and like in front of it, but it never, and even if it ended up there, like it wouldn't do anything. Fucking. I didn't understand note. how to do that snowman part.
0: Fucking, they can all blow each other.
1: I was fine with that game, but I can like, if you try to get, like, every star, it's impossible. Mm, yeah, no. That, that, that cave yeah. level, um, there's that, there's also the, uh, the desert pissed me the fuck off. And in comparison,
0: Grand Theft Auto V, one of my favorite games of all time, beat the fucking game! That is fine! Really? Yes! That's fine. Like, it's a little bit of a... I can't fly a goddamn helicopter or land it to save my fucking life. Uh But in comparison to Super
1: Mario, way fucking easier. So that's easy. But then when we tried to play Vice City, we were... But we're stuck on it. You're stuck on a mission that I got past. Like, I got way past that one. But yet we can't get past it now. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It doesn't make any sense. It it, it makes absolutely no
0: fucking sense. (laughs) I... I am the exception to a lot of video game rules. Like, I am terrible at a lot of simple games, and I'm very good at some complex ones.
1: Like, that one, I, like, I beat that one when I was younger. I've beaten Lion King and Aladdin. I have all those now, and I'm scared to put them in there, because I have a feeling. And also, like, you played those how many
0: hours a day over the course of several months, and you have not touched them in almost two decades. I
1: don't know if it was several months. Um... But so you played them for, a, you had
0: enough reps to be good at it. You had enough healthy reps, as they say in the yeah. gym world, to be very successful at it. Your muscle memory was good. You knew how to play those games. Some of that stuff doesn't carry over 20 years later. Huh. Like, I was playing No Mercy and I forgot how to fucking pin. I played like half of the light heavyweight <laughs> title championship mode, not pinning anybody because I didn't know how to fucking pin. And then I finally broke down and Googled it. It was huh. a goddamn L button.
1: Or, like, Star Fox, I recently... Probably within the last two years, um... I think, like, yeah, two years ago, I got Star Fox again. Yeah. And, like, why... Why can I get past the first flight? I don't understand. That first level is such a motherfucker. <laughs> like, why, why do I suck at this so terribly? And I remember...
0: <laughs> and I remember there was a Star Wars game for the N64. That I was... I went to JNR Music World with my mom... We bought it, and I
1: was so happy to get it because I was so excited to play it. I think I remember that one.
0: Couldn't fucking beat it to save my life. I didn't like that one. Eh, It was terrible.
1: Like, for Star Fox, I beat it more than once. Yeah. And then I remember growing up, and there uh, when I had it like two, three years ago or something, you can't save, apparently, in that game. You can't save at all. And I didn't know that, and I said that to several people. Like, yeah, what the? of course you can't fucking save in that game. (laughs) Like, it was so well-known. I go, I don't remember not saving when I was little. Which meant, when I was fucking 10 or 11 years old, I just sat down and went through the whole goddamn game. I don't know how I did that. Because you're a sociopath! (laughs) And, oh, fuck. It makes no sense that I was able to do that, but apparently that's all, because there's no codes. You just just sit down and play through. And that's why... I don't like older games, is because I'm,
0: I am am a person who is very spoiled by modern technology. not even that
1: old. N64 had, you know, packs you could save on. Yeah, and it also had its own fucking
0: internal memory.
1: Yeah, so I don't but, even know why you had to sit and even, play through that whole thing, even, but I remember doing it. But even with these fucking
0: Genesis games, you have to remember certain codes, or you have to fucking write them down, and it's not for every level. You have to go back and do some fucking... Play six levels to get code for one level, and yeah. if you get farther, you can't fucking save it.
1: Oh, Echo's a dolphin for Such Sega. Echo, bullshit. Well, Echo Tides of Time. There were two of them. I had the second one. Yeah. Echo, I played that with my dad, and we had a whole, like, notebook of just pages of codes. I don't know why we thought we needed all of them. We just, yeah. like, wrote them in order. But, yeah, because we, we went through so many levels, and they gave you all these codes. GXWC4 4 yeah. whatever. And that one never ended either. I no. still never beat that one. I went through like 60 levels. Like, oh, whelps. <laughs> I just remember being in tubes with clear gel. Like, not even the ocean. He just had to jump through these half tubes full of gel in some supernatural, futuristic world. And I had, I remember, no idea where the fuck I was going. I just kept jumping from tube to tube up into the sky. I'm like, this is not ending. And I think that's where I gave up. <laughs> and
0: also, I find it now ridiculous that our fucking cell phones have more internal memory in them. Than any of the game consoles up until 2002. That's true. <laughs> that is absurd. 2001. That's absurd. Yeah. That, like, I, can car- I carry 64 gigabytes in my pocket. Yeah. While if I open up a Nintendo 64, it's just 60- it's 64 fucking like, megabytes or whatever the fuck. It- it's so weird that... Technology has advanced that much in the span of 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying the Nintendo 64, when video games became popular, I don't want to get any emails. Like, the 64 came out in 97, stupid. I know. Fuckhead, I was there. Sorry, it was heavy. You were
1: there. Yeah, I was
0: there. You I was were in there. the Nintendo meetings. That's right. Listen, Tanahashi, I don't give a fuck what you say. We're making that clear 64, and we're making another Zelda. <laughs> Am I going to play it? Fuck no! But are people gonna buy play that shit, and be placated by another stupid fucking game with that green pussy elf? Yes!
1: <laughs> Link was a pussy. You hate Link and Zelda. I don't hate Link and Zelda. I just find it to be fucking frivolous. That's just a franchise you don't care about. I don't care about it. Okay, that that's at all. understandable. It's
0: fucking frivolous. That's See, I don't care time. that much about
1: the Mario franchise. You know, Probably because I didn't. Well, because I didn't have. Uh, a Nintendo system. Mm. I didn't have NES. The first system I had was uh, Sega when I was seven. Yeah. That was the first thing That's I right. had. And then after that was Nintendo. So I kind of stayed, a, you know, I N 64. Yes. So I didn't have an NES. So I don't have like a, a, like a emotional attachment to like Mario or Super Mario World or anything. The first character I have an emotional attachment to is Sonic. Because mm-hmm. that was the Sonic 2 came with my Sega. That was the first game I ever beat. And I was obsessed with fucking playing it. <laughs> there's I- that and then the sonic and knuckles attachment that you put in Ooh. the thing and then sonic 3 which i'm not going to talk about because I, I, that carnival level that haunts me uh- okay you're safe now <laughs> did you ever, i think i told you about that do you remember the carnival level no in sonic 3 there's a carnival level where you end up uh you're in a carnival yeah and you end up on this platform where the higher you jump, it pushes it down. Mm-hmm. So you have to, like, use momentum and jump at the right place. You have to do it so much to where you get into the, like, there's an opening below you. And I can never do it. I was doing it for months and I still couldn't do that. So
0: that's your Waterloo.
1: Yeah. That's- I can't ever do it. Every time I, and I-, I don't remember every time I get there, like, God damn it, this fucking platform, you can't do it. Video games are
0: not for people like us. We, we <laughs> should just stick to talking about things and and yelling. Because that that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Video games are, are meant for the very ably-thumbed. and the gr- I am
1: very good at them. I just, you know, I am also, I have a lot of endurance where I will, like, okay, I'm going to do this over and over and over and over and over and e- over.
0: I have seen that. <laughs> yeah. I have come by to your apartment and you've been playing Bully or The Sims for, like, Five hours.
1: See, but Sims, you don't really have to. You don't really have a skill.
0: Yeah, like that's 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 just just to
1: have your imagination run wild. That's where Sims a you know it's a it's a computerized dollhouse. Yeah, there's like no skill there. The come there's
0: the. the, I didn't mean to cut you off, but the comparisons between that and World of Warcraft are very similar (laughs) because they're both games where you have to keep building rank and skill, and you will sit in front of your computer for like an hour and a half trying to ensure that one character gets a promotion. Yeah,
1: an hour and a half. I'm
0: being kind.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you about the time I played for, like, 14 hours. It's
0: not. (laughs) And and in comparison, in World of Warcraft, I know people who have been trying to, like, they'll sit in front of their computer for, like, 18 hours and try to level up.
1: Yeah. It's fucking. I've played Bully for nine hours.
0: Yeah. That's not. That's absurd to me, even though I've done the same thing. I still, like, I played... Because like, my,
1: I remember my, it was in, I think, five years ago, and my sleep schedule was off. Yeah. So to, like, I was up all night. I'm like, all right, whatever. So I just play it for nine hours.
0: That's insane. It's insane. Be- playing video games is insane. That's why people in fucking Taiwan or Thailand die in those internet cafes when they were sitting there for 38 hours fucking straight and not We moving. have to try
1: Bully again maybe after we're done. Oh, Lord. We're stuck on that. The nerds, the jocks keep... We have to hit the jocks with the potato gun Yeah.
0: on that tower. I thought we beat that level. No, we
1: didn't. I thought we beat that level. No. Yeah, we
0: got past that level. No, we, we didn't. We got past it a while ago. Uh-uh. No, are we you
1: didn't. you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Because we- there were several. This is the weirdest conversation if you have no idea what we're talking about. There are several levels with the with the deeks and the potato gun. And there's one where they're like in front of that castle thing. Yeah. No, we beat them.
0: that I don't level. think so. We beat that fucking level. I remember because right. you advance a little farther in the game. You're up to the part where he was the king of the school, but then he was castigated back down. Uh, yes, this is a conversation no one else is gonna get, but we're gonna leave it in so the middle. So we have
1: podcast. to turn it on because then I don't fucking remember where we were then. Cause I'm stuck somewhere. Alright. Alright. Yeah, you're right. We're at um, chapter four, I think. Don't get hot. I I'm-, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> fucking strangling you in the huddle. That's the name of the episode. I hate you.
0: <laughs> That's the other episode title. That's just the the symbol of our relationship. You hating me and me fighting against it with every power behind me. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we will read a viewer email. We will have a Lana promo. And we have a question. So this is the No Small Talk Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, nosmalltalkpodcast.com, and on Twitter at nosmalltalkpod. And now, the No Small Talk podcast presents Great Moments in Wrestling History with Lana.
2: You know, they say all men are created equal. But you look at me and you look at Samoa Joe, and you can see that that statement is not true. See, normally, if you go one on one with another wrestler, you've got a 50 50 chance of winning. I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal, so you got a 25% chance at best at beating me. And then you add Kurt Angle to the mix, the chances of winning drastically go down. See, the three-way, a sacrifice, you got a 33 and a third chance of winning. But I, (laughs) I got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning, because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me, and he's not even going to try. So Joe, you can take your 33 and a third chance, minus my 25% chance, and you've got an 8 and a third chance of winning a sacrifice. But then you'll take my 75% chance, chance of winning, and if he was to go one-on-one, and i got the 141 two-thirds chance of winning a sacrifice. See, the numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you at sacrifice.
0: Hey guys, Matt Ryan here of No Small Talk and starting this Thursday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern My Sports Talk Radio Show, Gotta Say It, returns and it debuts on SportsRadioAmerica.com. We're excited to bring you two hours of Sports Talk every single week on Sports Radio America and also on the Hive Mind Radio Network starting next Wednesday evening at 6 p.m. till 8 p.m. For more information on Sports Radio America, go to SportsRadioAmerica.com or SRA Network on Twitter. To follow GSI on Twitter, go to Gotta Say It Radio. That's Gotta Say It. We're talking all the sports going around the stats to give you the real story in the world of sports. Once again, that's GSI every Thursday morning from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. on SportsRadioAmerica.com. See saw Jim Duggan when he returns to Jersey Championship Wrestling on June 13th at Six Flags Great Adventure in Jackson, New Jersey. Other stars to be at the event include Mick Foley, Scott Hall, Jake the Snake Roberts, Ted DiBiase, Ricky Steamboat, and more. Tickets are available now. Visit JerseyChampionshipWrestling.com for more information. Hey guys, Matt Ryan here, and just because KY's off for the season does not mean you shouldn't go back to kyradio.wordpress.com or on iTunes or Stitcher to listen to the first 10 episodes of KY. All of season one are now available on iTunes and Stitcher, and also folks, we're coming back. May 28th, KY returns for 10 more weekly episodes. Who knows? More stuff might pop up in the future. But right now, subscribe to KY on iTunes and Stitcher or go to kyradio.wordpress.com. Oh,
1: okay. Um... All you got to do is say welcome back. All right. I'm trying to think of something different to say. One, two, three, one, two, three, drink. Oh, okay, no. Oh, you're pressing record. We're recording, go no. ahead. I know, I was, ki- I was kidding, I was playing along. I knew you pressed record. Okay. I was playing along, because I don't like to just... All right, welcome back, everybody.
0: <laughs> all of that. <laughs> all of that.
1: <laughs> We're going to keep all of that. Because before the- <laughs> we came back,
0: during the spot break gonna you know, believe that we play the commercials in conversation we have people. real
1: commercials this yes. is all real this is the truman show this is all real
0: before we came back from commercial i was talking with stephanie and i was like hey why don't you come back you don't come back on the show for the second half sometimes <laughs>
1: there's a reason because so i was like finding something weird and i didn't ever think of anything to say
0: yeah it's fairly simple <laughs> she's seen me do this <laughs> Several dozen times. Eh. It's welcome back to Insert Show Here. I don't like just doing that. I like doing
1: something weird.
0: Well, that certainly, you've certainly accomplished that. <laughs> you certainly pulled that off. Yeah. I salute you. <laughs> well done, honey. But before we move on to the second half of our show this week, uh, we get emails at no small talk podcast at gmail.com. Once again, that is no small talk podcast. At gmail.com. Last week, uh, the entire conversation of the show, uh, or at least the second half of it, was spurred by an email. And we just wanted to read one and thank someone. Thank you, Candice, for sending in an email. Uh, hey, Matt and Steph, I'm writing you because I've been avidly listening to No Small Talk. Your latest podcast was amazing. The one Aww. Where we- and this was the one where you talked about The Sims, and thank you so much for saying that. You worked really hard on the podcast by- moving. My
1: stupid obsessions are finally paying off.
0: Exactly. It, it, it's practice, 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 then it turns into- Carnegie Hall. Exactly. Oh, wait, that's
1: the joke answer.
0: No, but one day we're going to- No small talk podcast from Carnegie Hall. Just going to be us sitting with the same table, laptop, and that, microphone. That
1: must mean Carnegie Hall lost a shit ton of money yeah, somewhere along we the way. for lights. a dollar.
0: Hey, you know, it can happen. A boy can dream. Mm. Uh, I love The Sims. Back in the early two thousands, I played The Sims online game back on dial up, if you can believe it. And you both made me think of Chuck Klosterman's essay about playing The Sims and his whole and his whole obsession about the game. The essay is entitled "Billy Sim" from the book Sex, Drugs, and Cocoa Puffs. Check it out. It's oh worth God. it.
1: See, yeah, because we haven't read his book yet, yes. which I plan on doing, and I certainly will. And I certainly will now, knowing that there's a whole essay on it. <laughs> All right, no need to yell. And I just wanted to say thank you,
0: Candice. Uh, she gave up Facebook for Lent. Uh, I, I, I gave up tap dancing for Lent. That's what I did. Um, but thank you so much, Candace, for doing that. And if you want to send us an email, go on down the line to nosmalltalkpodcast at gmail.com. But you can also send us something on the Twitters at nosmalltalkpod. In talking about Chuck Klosterman, for those who don't know, if last week was your first episode, uh, or this week's your first episode, we thank you for taking the time with us here on No Small Talk to Listen to Us Talk. It's a lot of the word. Talk, 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 uh, Every week, Stephanie and I sit down, and for the most part, we've been reading questions from Chuck Klosterman's hypothetical questions, and also from his various books, including Sex, Drugs, and Cocoa Puffs. Yeah.
1: And Stephanie,
0: we're back this week to reading the questions. And which one this week is our question? Uh,
1: this one is entitled The Porn Painter.
0: Oh, goody. This one, we were supposed to do this one like two weeks ago and we didn't get a chance
1: to. I changed change my mind. Yeah. It's more fun when I don't like sit and, you know, toil over which question because then yeah. the answers are just organic. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's more fun that way. In the huddle. Okay. It's you know creating creating, creating, you know, an air of improvisation or actually planning you see, this. You see,
0: I understand that. <laughs> because I helped develop the concept of the show if you did not know. Okay. Hey. not
2: true. I uh, helped <laughs> I didn't
0: say I was the fucking genius behind it.
1: <laughs> that I'm the Svengali of no small talk. Okay, the porn painter. Uh, I'll shut the fuck up then. Yeah. <clears throat> you need to have the inside of your home painted. A thorough online search of available professional painters indicate that one candidate is especially ideal for your needs. He has earned high approval ratings from past employers and is relatively inexpensive. However, when you contact him by phone, he mentions one strange detail about his work habits. He insists on watching pornography while painting. Don't worry, I don't masturbate to it. It's just for entertainment, he says. But it's the only way I like to paint. This being the case, I will need to use your DVD player to view my personal collection of erotic films while I work. I may also use your cable service to purchase on demand or pay per view pornographic movies, but I will itemize any movies I watch and subtract the cost from your overall bill. Do you employ this pornography enthusiast as your house painter?
0: Yeah, why the fuck not? <laughs> So what if he likes to watch pornography? I, I like to watch dudes in their underpants beat the fuck out of each other for money. It's not necessarily the worst thing in the world to like pornography.
1: Yeah, but the first thing I I don't know, I don't necessarily I wouldn't trust him when he says he doesn't jerk off to it. I wouldn't trust that.
0: I wouldn't trust I wouldn't believe him. But he wouldn't be that highly rated if he wasn't good at his job.
1: Oh, that's true. Like he's not, not he's not coming on people's walls. Yeah, it's not jerk off Larry's paint, paint, paint service. Painting your house Yeah, painting your walls white. You like eggshell? Huh, you like eggshell? It's I don't awful. know why we're making the jerk off motion. None of you can Theater see us. Theater of it. the mind. None of you can see us. It's to, it's to build up the
0: idea yeah, that we're. Yeah,
1: jerk off motion. See, I didn't even do it that time. None of you have any idea. Am I doing it now? Am I? How about now? Now? Now?
0: For those who are comic book fans, we have the Deadpool of podcast. We break the fourth wall consistently. We're tearing down the conventions, man. I don't get that. Because Deadpool breaks the fourth wall consistently. Uh, I know what Deadpool is. He's a comic book character. Oh, okay. He, Why does it... Because that's just his shtick.
1: He just... Bro- what?
0: He breaks the fourth wall. It's like he's like... So a... in the
1: comic book, he just looks to... He just... It's drawn to the front page. Hey, you reader. Is yeah, that what it's, it
0: is? It, in panels,
1: yes. Oh, okay.
0: Yes. But back to the jerk-off painter. <laughs> now, he's not a jerk-off, but he's a jerk... <laughs> he jerks... He's, you get the joke at this point. I don't mind it. I necessarily don't see it as that big of a problem for him to enjoy pornography. And also, I'm not paying for it. He's paying me back for it. Yeah. And you know what? If the cable company finds it to be weird, I really don't care. <laughs> I'd. I, I, if I'm pissed off at my cable company enough, I would buy really ridiculous pornography and dispute the charges. Just so I can hear one of the customer service people say, backdoor slots nine.
1: Yeah, I don't you know, uh I can you just uh send me can you just tell me what my itemized list was for this month? Because I don't remember. Can you just read them to me? Uh okay. <laughs> uh Black Horses 7. <laughs> that was for $4.99. Yes, $4.99. Okay, okay I have that. I that. That's that's right. Um MILF Parade 2. Yep, no, that's right. I got that one. You know, we could just email you this li- no, 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 keep going, I got it. <laughs>
0: Daddy's young sluts volume 7, 8 and 10. Yeah, yeah, I got that.
1: I got that one. Yeah. Um not a big fan of 9, were you? <laughs> uh Fast and Furious sick oh, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. hey <laughs> fuck you. That's not on my bill. There's no fucking way I'd rent that shit. Get that off my bill.
0: That reminds that's,
1: me. That's that's fake. That's not true. You made a mistake. What's the next one?
0: <laughs> that reminds me we have to sign Dog
1: dog riding seven yes okay now
2: <laughs>
1: Christ Right. you guys got some things right Jesus
0: <laughs> that's heightening folks that's heightening comedic fucking genius sitting across from me
1: I <laughs> yeah. uh, see I like we're in the situation now we're like okay yeah there's no it's obviously there's no threat there there's no yeah. big deal but if you're, at, it, in reality, if we had to do that, or like if we had to hire anybody to come by and do anything, like if I had to hire someone to, you know, repair the toilet or something, like, can I just like watch porn while I fix this? Get the fuck out of here. No. What do you, no. Get out of my house. But what happens if he's really good at fixing toilets? Like, I, Or like if that cable guy, the cable that put in direct TV, because yeah. he was here for like, you know, an hour and a half, two hours. He's yeah. like, can I just put on porn on my phone while I do this? No, what? No, I like yeah, sure. And then I go into the room and call Directv. Like, who the fuck did you send to my house? Yeah. Like, when you're actually in that scenario, you feel like you would you'd be so weirded out. Like,
0: I'll a pay di- a little
1: more money and not be weirded there's out. There's a
0: difference though between him saying it up front and then the guy coming to your house and then asking.
1: It's to, if, to me it would be the
0: same. I, I, I think since he's very highly regarded,
1: even if it was, it was also if it was beforehand, I'd be even more willing to say no because. No. <laughs> Eh, yeah, forget it. I'll just keep looking. As long as I don't have children and he's not pulling out his, J- his
0: Johnson since <laughs> is 1957. His Johnson. His Johnson, yes, yes.
1: Paint the town white with his Johnson.
0: That's one of the things that was on the itemized list. <laughs> Paint the town
1: white. <laughs> <laughs> yes! That's one of the first porns from the yeah. 40s. Paint the town white. Uh. Muggsy and the getaway cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie, Bonnie and, and Cunt.
0: The H bomb. <laughs> what? Just a, a guy in a soldier outfit fucking Japanese women.
1: Oh.
0: VJ Day got a whole new meaning. <laughs> Hiyo. Pearl Necklace Harbor.
1: <laughs> I'm just naming war movies now.
0: In Hiroshima.
1: All quiet. All all quiet on the Western Front and back. <laughs> That didn't make a whole lot of sense. I'm not proud of that one. So, okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: it made me laugh.
1: <laughs> made
0: me laugh. So be a little happy.
1: All right, we we'll got go away on topic. <laughs> I would see. I would, I would. say no. I. I think if the, If I was actually in that situation, I'd have to say no. I. But like I will pay a little more money because you're a weirdo. I don't know why you have to watch that. Because in that situation with this a stranger you don't know, like yeah. that you're hiring to do something, I. I probably would say no.
0: Yeah, I. I see it as if he's like, talented enough and I've dealt with people with weird Yeah.
1: Like- no, logically I completely understand. No, it makes sense why you would say yes, but I know if you're in that scenario, like if this happened in real life and this guy is on the phone with you, "Yeah, this is my this is my hourly rate." Oh, it's really cheap. Okay, but one thing. Uh, I have to watch porn while I do it. I don't I don't, you know, touch myself or anything weird. I just have to watch it while I paint. Uh, you won't you won't incur any costs either. So, That's is that okay? A- You know...
0: But that's his muse! Pornography's the man's muse! And his palette is our wall! How
1: fucking... How fucking musical... How... Oh, I get that. How musical do you have to be to paint a wall one color? You're not... It's not a mural. He's not painting a big giant tiger across, you know, a building on 76th Street. He's just painting a wall one color. Well, honey. They said that when he painted the Sistine... When Michelangelo painted the Sistine Chapel. Well, he was a giant pervert. Everyone knows that.
0: Yeah, so he painted good paintings. Why not let this pervert paint? <laughs> Maybe he's an abstract painter, and his art is painting walls specific colors and trim, <laughs> and the only
1: way it could be inspired by I, the muse upon Mount Olympus himself. himself. I, I, I know he likes trim, but I don't need it in my house. <laughs> God damn it. I set you up so <laughs> easily. I'm mad at myself. I'm mad at myself. Yeah. Painting the walls white.
0: That was a sequel. What? That was a sequel to the Painting Town White. That was just a
1: sequel to the Alice in Wonderland song, Painting the Roses Red. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was a virginal one. Hmm? That was a virginal one, Painting the Roses Red, They're Taking Virginity.
1: Is that what that meant?
0: Probably.
1: <laughs> the roses were white. That would make sense. Yeah. That's gross.
0: They call, it, <laughs> they call that area of your body a rose sometimes.
1: That was a flower. Yeah, same. Rose is a flower. It's a fucking rose. No, I understand that. <laughs>
0: Let me misappropriate things the way I want to. My turn now. <laughs> My turn. Fuck Walt Disney.
1: Well, that's true. Yes.
0: I'm. I'm ranting. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but to 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 set this aside, you'd say no.
1: I would say I. Th- it, again, if I were in that scenario, I know myself, and I would probably say no. I'd make it weirder. I would say. Would ya? Fine.
0: You could do that, but I have to pick the pornography. <laughs>
1: You want to watch anything, Max Hardcore? Get the <laughs> fuck out of my house. Yeah. You ever see One Guy, One Jar, pal?
0: <laughs> well, strap the fuck in, cause we're gonna have a party while you're painting That guy had a
1: had a sequel. Yeah. One guy, one pair of scissors. Oh no, he didn't. Yes, he did. <laughs> okay, and twist. Uh, it didn't go in the same place. The jar went in. <laughs> oh no. And for anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about, do not look it up. And I'm not going to explain it. I feel weird in the tummy.
0: (laughs) I'm
1: doing something. Although it is, it is inspired by. It was inspired. No, what?
0: By the Pain Olympics.
1: I think it's a Palin Olympics. Yes, yeah, kind of. Eh? It was inspired by two girls, one cup. Clearly.
0: I just shuddered. That's how uncomfortable I am. I have to. I just don't like any of this. (laughs) Fucking cheers. So yes, I would have to make him watch To Do everything. do that.
1: I'm gonna search for girl like tub girl. I'm gonna search for blue waffle and just make him watch stuff with like that. <laughs> just old lady porn. Can we stop
0: talking about it? It's making me sick.
1: You fucking let us down this path. I know, Sarah. I regret it instantly. <laughs> Look, let
0: me let me fucking back away slowly yeah. from the car crash I started. Where we
1: have to okay if you're gonna i have to decide the porn yes you're in my house we watch the porn that i want have you just a bunch of old ladies
0: (laughs) just just octogenarian
1: wrinkly ride number five
0: (laughs) halfway through they have a tribute video to the stars of four through one who have passed away (laughs) one passed away after filming her scene
1: (laughs) this memoriam like yeah. after the guy comes like oh she just died
0: 21 cum shot salute <laughs> Bukaki her corpse
1: you know maybe we would help the painter like maybe we'll get him out of this like all right you want to watch porn here's like clockwork orange all right here's everything disgusting
0: play some ludwig <laughs> so, van,
1: Not the van. just play that and then you know, i never you know I, I can paint without it it's yeah. okay it's cool and then his ratings on Yelp go down for
0: some reason. <laughs> just starts weeping into the paint. That's when he I'm starts... So I'm
1: terrible now.
0: Why am I so bad? He starts jerking... That's when he starts jerking off. Because he just lost all sight of himself.
1: You know, there was a really terrible song by O Town called The Painter.
0: <laughs> I'm just going to let that line stand on its own.
1: I'm just going to let that line stand there. Yeah, that was, that was a point. Why was I... your silence? It was a really bad well, song. Well, it succeeded. It was a really bad song. It was just about... Um. Oh man, I wish I could remember. Here you keep talking because I have to find the lyrics because it's really that terrible oh, of a song. Oh Jesus! Uh, well,
0: while we have this time, <laughs> I'd like to thank you for listening to No Small Talk this week. Uh, next week another new episode. If you've not listened to the archives yet, do yourself a favor and subscribe to us on iTunes. Just look up No Small Talk. You'll see the as Eric Nagel said the Ghostbusters logo. Uh, and we're also on Stitcher as well. Yes. You found the uh, lyrics?
1: Yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs>
0: We'll do the plugs after. (laughs) I I want to strap in for this (laughs) one. I want you to go line by line. I'm going to react line by line.
1: If I were a painter mixing my colors, how could I ever find the blue of your eyes? Fuck you! (laughs) The canvas could never capture the light of your smile. Of your smile. Oh, and then, and then... Wait, wait, read that line again.
0: Is of your smile twice? Yeah. I'm just reading what I'm looking at. Um, I can't capture how bad your songwriting
1: is I know, also here's what I hate Is because he goes off track Cause now it's like, and girl If I were a sculptor working in marble Pick an art form and stick to it, an asshole I, If I were a sculptor working in marble I couldn't hope To copy your perfect face The curve of your body The feel of your skin Which you fucking couldn't do You're working in marble, not human flesh uh, My hands could never dark? ever trace
0: If I was a botanist and you were hydrangeas, (laughs) die in a fire.
1: (laughs) Fucking asshole. And you like this shit? I did. Oh, O Town was on the bottom of my list of stuff. I do have their album, but
0: why on
1: what? Why? It's probably because it was cheap. Probably. I like Liquid Dreams. Everyone liked that song. I didn't. You know, do you remember O Town? They were the I way- know yeah, making the band. I yeah, know. I remember. I know who they are. They I were know. the only band that Lou Perman didn't touch, allegedly.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, good job of using allegedly, allegedly there. Uh, um, no,
1: but fuck that. Fuck
0: that band. Fuck making the band. The only thing I liked about it was the Dave Chappelle sketch because it gave us Dylon, 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 and Dylon, uh, and Vietnamese breast. Here, wait.
1: This is better. If I were an actor. I could be someone, someone who'd always know the right things to say, but as soon as I'd see you, I'd forget all my lines, and you'd never know what I'd feel inside.
0: So he's a script writer
2: and an actor and all that same sentence? Go fuck your mother!
1: <laughs> and then it's just the chorus over and over again. But he essentially just named three three um, artists. Call it the artists! You <laughs> fucking shitbird songwriter! Who wrote that? Who wrote that? I don't know. Max Martin? Whoever else wrote for all those pop artists in the 90s, you 2000s. You gutter fucking piece of garbage. I got nothing on that. That's fine. No, I was drinking. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, I have the CD, but I don't know where my CDs are actually right now, but I could pull... I think I saw my CDs. If
0: you if you see it, I'm breaking it out of spite. <laughs> bro-
1: But it would have the writer, you know, whoever if wrote you that song. Ever, well. If you're listening to the
0: show and you ever like O-Town for non-ironic reasons... <laughs> What the fuck was wrong with you? Did you wanna fuck them? Did you fuck them? Are you a member of their family? Do you
1: know how many boy bands there was in the late nineties? I know, I was there. That were not that were not the main two, which was Backstreet Boys. and No, Insane? I remember, I there was, was there. Best Life. There was LFO. There was O Town. There was Five. There was BB um, Mac. BB Mac. Good job, honey. Very nice. Um, Get back yeah. here, baby. <laughs> oh, I like that song. Ugh! But there were so many of them, and so many songs were terrible. Listening to
0: some of those songs was like eating a dragon's asshole.
1: <laughs> there were so many bad songs. This is not even the worst of them. This also wasn't a single. This is just on their, on their uh, CD. So it was a back wall cut. It was a deep cut from O Town. Yeah. That's how I. That's where my brain goes. In
0: 40 years, Carol Miller, a local rock DJ.
1: <laughs> We're going to go to the back one. She'll still be alive. She's that's never going to die. die. No, she's never she was old
0: in the 90s when she was feuding with A on N.E.W. <laughs> and these are references nobody will get because I don't know who, how many New York radio aficionados we have. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like me and like maybe a, a listener of ours. Maybe. <laughs> but... That ends this week's show <laughs> as we try to keep to a tight 60 every week.
1: Now that means when you're done, you're gonna play this song behind when I'm talking about it. Yeah, I gotta,
0: <laughs> now I gotta do fucking work. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta listen to this fucking song now.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah. so we're gonna play it. I quit.
0: Doing. I quit editing. You're gonna have to do it now. <laughs> Go ahead. It's all yours. <laughs> Things are gonna be missing at some point. We're gonna be speaking fluent fucking
1: Japanese. Let's let's pick a i will pick a pop song every week and you can give your opinion on it and i won't pick singles i will only pick ones that were on their cd oh this is gonna
0: end terribly (laughs) i'm gonna say something horribly offensive i will pick
1: let's have a party by the backstreet boys which was i think on their european album that never came out here but i got it um (laughs) it was on special at a FYE. E. All right. So I got that when I was in. So I get to pick school. a song
0: every week that you have to listen to, or we'll alternate weekly. I didn't
1: say for you to listen to. I just said I'm going to read the lyrics because right. I know these well, are not I good. Will, I'll do the Let's same. have a party was actually really oh, fun. Lord. Um, what was really bad from them? I mean, if you wanted to be good girl, get yourself a bad boy was pretty fucking bad. Oh,
0: you read I played me that? Li- song. Yeah, you. No, played I played that, you that song. Yeah, it's fucking awful.
1: This was a song from the. This was a song from the very first album of the Backstreet Boys. Well, the first album in America, um, duh. So it was ew. the twelfth. 12th- <laughs> this is fucking new. Yeah, I'd say that. On I know. Um, it, clearly, everyone knows that. Um, it was the twelfth song on their American album. And it's one of the... Not a good song. It's one of the They worst just, things they just ever put heard. it on there because
0: they needed 13 tracks. I, 12, I said... 12. Well, 12. I didn't know it was the last song in the album.
1: I said it was lot, I, I was didn't seven. hear you say that. I know. You don't listen Talk. Really? <laughs>
0: really? Uh.
1: But it was... it's it's I mean, it's about fucking. We know that. And three-fifths of the band were probably underage when they recorded this. So this makes me super uncomfortable. I'm pretty sure the youngest members were were fifteen, sixteen, and seventeen. and you I'm pretty listened sure to it as
0: an eight year old, so
1: it's just a whole cycle of disgusting. I was thirteen. Oh,
0: that makes it better. <laughs> yeah. That makes it better.
1: Well, we made it better because I didn't really like, I kind of understood. but I also was like, okay cool i'll dance to it like i didn't you don't hear these lyrics i'm like oh okay that's it's about fucking like mm-hmm. you just oh ha, yeah dance
0: I, I feel like the cleanses i have to play like another one rides the bus or something just to clear the <sighs> you out. Yeah. Uh, but yes it's, like i also have
1: beatles music like uh, it can't balance out
0: of, well. I, I listen to like, a lot of
1: i listen to a lot of different shit like this week we're going to see the mountain goats yeah. So yeah, in, fuck you. I can listen to both. Okay, calm down. Calm down.
0: The music we heard this week on the show, aside from our, in, our, our intro song, which is actually a really great song that's called Moves by the New Pornographers, <laughs> and you should listen to that song because it's a great song. Hmm. It's one of my favorite songs. That's why it's the intro to the fucking show. <laughs> and uh, this week's uh, intro from seg- the segment two song is The War by Bob Mould. And that's from the Bob Mould band. Uh, Beauty and Ruin is the album. And John Worcester of the Mountain Goats is the drummer on that.
1: Oh, that's why. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and so it's a really, I've been listening to that album obsessively. I got it uh, two weeks ago. And I've been listening to it pretty obsessively because uh, of that song of the war and uh, I Don't Know You Anymore. Uh, it's a really good song and I suggest everybody downloads it. <laughs> uh, this is the part of the
1: show where I, we... I suggest nobody download... Or listen to The Painter by O-Town or If You want it to Be Good Girl by The Backstreet Boys. I suggest nobody listen to that.
0: Because we'll
1: probably play them now. (laughs) Yeah.
0: They've probably already been in this episode. If not, I just decided not to do it because I like myself (laughs) and I wanted to get this show out and not put a fucking shotgun. I wasn't going to kill myself. But I just wanted to know what the gunmetal tasted like.
1: If we want to ever create a second podcast that's about pop culture, we can do that. Because we both had very different experiences growing up, and I can pull some random fucking shit out of my childhood that we can discuss.
0: (laughs) Just pull out the pop culture poorhouse every once in a while.
1: Yeah. Uh, That sounds fine. I I could pull that out. I could pull out Nickelodeon Magazine. I can pull out when I had a subscription to Cat Fancy when I was seven. Whoa, Uh, whoa, (laughs) whoa.
0: You can't just. All right, we're doing this podcast now. We're going to probably do it next week because I don't have enough time. enough things to do it's not like you
2: know
1: i had cats and there were pictures of cute kitties what's wrong with a child having a subscription to cat fans no it's just
0: out of fucking nowhere i probably already knew this but hearing it out loud into a microphone (laughs) is as jarring because you think of you think of cat fans as you think of old women and women who just are matrons to be quite honest. Yeah. And when you see your girlfriend at 7 years old, I had a subscription to Cat Fancy. It's just
1: because there were pictures of cute kitties. All right. I... And every month they had a pull-out photo of like their cat of the month. Like, here's a photo of a Maine Coon and just like, you know, like um like if a men's magazine had like a pull-out of like a sexy lady in a bikini, it was a pull-out picture of like a a cat like laying down. I was like, here's a Maine Coon and here's some facts about the Maine Coon cat.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna end the show on that because you can't get higher than what that just was we're gonna go out on a high note we're gonna be Costanza we're gonna get the joke in and fucking leave
1: the jerk star calls hey. they're running out of microphones <sighs> what did I fuck that up? yeah you did Yes, I know, I it's, not... a I know it's a joke screwed up on purpose and we'll end it now before uh, Matt becomes even more of an alcoholic than he already clearly is and that I'm driving him to
0: (laughs) that's not true at all but yeah it is uh,
1: (laughs) people listen you know you know speaking of cat fancy cats on Mars everybody (laughs) not Not yet not yet
0: it's plugs we gotta do plugs see if we just waited two minutes (laughs) And was patient to do that joke instead of running like you said. I wasn't.
1: Again. Pa- no, I didn't run. I wasn't holding on to that gem for fucking twenty minutes. That just came to me because I thought we were done. <laughs> all
0: right, we, all right. Let's stop stepping over our dicks here. And Jesus. <laughs> Speaking of Jesus, Happy Easter, everybody. Happy.
1: Easter. Oh yeah, that's yesterday. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Hopefully everybody enjoyed their ham. Eats a lot and of candy. Cadbury eggs. Yes. 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 Um, you can follow us on Twitter. At no small talk pod. You can follow Stephanie at. At Steph Sotilli on Twitter. You can go to her website, stephaniesotilli.com. You can follow me on Twitter at the letter I, the letter M, Matt Ryan. That's I'm Matt Ryan. On Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Eastern on the Hive Mind Radio Network. Gotta Say It debuts live on the Hive Mind Radio Network. This week, I'm hosting the show. Live! Yes,
1: Sorry, and it
0: uh, we'll probably have a video stream function. We'll have a live chat. We'll have an interview with John United's Jr. Talking about Johnny, You, and Me, his book. And that was a very fun interview. I uh, got to do that a couple weeks ago. And also, we'll be having Alex Soberman from the 22 Weeks Podcast and my co-host, Renee Sutherland. Marvin Williams not there this week, but it'll be a great show, and you'll be able to hear that live at 6 p.m. Eastern. But if you miss it, go to Sports Radio America on the TuneIn Radio app or Live 365 Thursday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern. That's Wednesday night at 6 p.m., Thursday night at 9 a.m. to listen to Gotta Say It. Also, shout out to the guys at Jersey Championship Wrestling. This Friday night is the 2015 Jersey J-Cup Tag Team Tournament. Live! Yes. Uh, For tickets and more information, go to JerseyChampionshipWrestling.com. And also like Jersey Championship Wrestling on Facebook and follow them on Twitter. Uh, also, a whole bunch of other cool stuff. Thank you so much for listening. Shoot us an email at nosmalltalkpodcast at gmail.com. Do the Twitter thing. Also, like us on Facebook. We've got some great videos up on YouTube where we talk about wait till your father gets home. Garfield and the prom. So you're going to want to do that. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Take the time to invest in this show because we love doing this show every week. We want to get all this cool stuff out to you. So just the, mod, the, the bare minimum. Just subscribe on the iTunes. Subscribe. On also on Stitcher. So take the time and we like to spend this hour a week with you. Hopefully you spend like to spend this hour a week with us. Till next time. That's Stephanie Sotelli. I'm Matt Ryan. And this Live is, Today, this <laughs> has been the No Small Talk <laughs> Podcast.
2: Catch
1: It's everybody. Now, right? Yes it's now.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs>